Welcome to another episode of our real estate podcast, Hustle and Motivate with Cyrus and Danny. Brought to you exclusively by the Pacific West Association of Realtors. You started off. No, you started off. Okay, fine. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I am well. How are you? I'm good. I've been busy this week. It's been kind of insane. Monday was insane for me. Monday was like a true Monday for me. Why? I started at like 7 a.m. and didn't finish till like... 10 p.m. I feel like I had that kind of day too. Like I just couldn't. But the the thing is, is I didn't really make it any easier on myself. Like usually I try to stay very organized. Like I knew exactly what needed to get done. But I feel like in between all of the tasks that I had, I was consistently on the phone. Everyone was calling me. Everyone needed something. Even like things that weren't business related. I was just on the phone a lot. So by the time, I mean, I think I pr- finally hopped off my computer at like 1045 last night. Yeah. Literally, that was my life on Monday. And I like, I felt like I didn't have enough hours in the day to finish anything. I literally put that on my Instagram story. I said there were not enough hours in my day. That's how I felt on Monday. So look at that. At least we're both normal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Normal-ish. Because because what ends up happening is people call you and you're like in in a meeting. You're like, I'll call you right back after. Mm -hmm. And then you have to go to another one, but you only have like 20 minutes to make another phone call. Oh, gosh. Anyways, it's all good. It's a new day. It's a new, fresh day. There's a lot of fun, new, exciting things going on in real estate right now. Yeah, there are. And open houses are officially allowed again. I am so excited. Are you? I love open houses. I'm happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... No, that's not... I was going to say... I I was in... I was going to say, I don't not love open houses. And then I was like, no, I'm going to retract that. I. It's not that I don't like open houses it's just that i will be the first person to admit that i need to be better at open houses because i don't get the most out of them that i possibly could because it's very um active process and i do feel like i would you know like not utilize them the best that I could in order to grow my business. I just felt like for a little while there was something that like you were supposed to do. Yeah. But now that I've kind of grown a little bit and we've had a whole year of not having them, I realize how beneficial that they are and how much better I need to be at them in order to grow my business. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like a lot of agents don't take the open house uh, like uh, what you said, active prospecting. Like I don't, I, I feel like they don't take it very seriously. Like mm-hmm. I, I go into so many open houses. Well, I mean, obviously not right now. I, I went into a couple this weekend, which was really cool, by the way. Really? I was out showing the clients properties and then I was like, oh, they were like, hey, did you see this one? We wanted to go see it and it was open. So it was like very easy. I was like, yeah, let's go yeah. drive over there, mm-hmm. which hasn't happened in such a long time. It definitely so. makes it more convenient. Way more convenient. And, but like I've been in open houses before. I was telling my team the other day, like I went into an open house at one point and a guy was laying in the back on the, like a bench mm-hmm. with a book on his chest asleep. What? As an agent. That's, that's pretty bad. And I'm like, I'm like, if you're going to do an open house, at least be actively doing it. Like, for sure. You know, I, I don't know. I totally agree. I think there's like two, two mindsets when it comes to open houses and one is the right way to go about it and one is the wrong way. And I really feel like the wrong way is setting yourself, setting up your sellers to think that, oh, how, that open houses 
sell their house because obviously we've had a crazy real estate market this past year and no open houses were allowed and the market went crazy. So we already know that open houses aren't to sell a house. And so I feel like you need to kind of set your sellers up for that from the get go. Of course, if something goes brand new on the market, you can go out there and have an open house and get as much exposure as possible. But I do think that um, a lot of the steam behind open houses kind of starts to fade. I don't even know if that sentence made sense, but your excitement behind open houses starts to fade when you feel obligated to go out and do them every single weekend because your sellers think that you have to. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, a hundred percent. It's setting the expectation with your seller because a very true thing that I, I actually realized as you're saying that, that I do is like, I tell my sellers, Hey, like, you know, they they ask me about open houses. I say, hey, look, open houses don't sell the property. It gets more people in here. It gives opportunity for people to come in. Sure. But people are going to set appointments anyways if they want to see it. Yeah, people are serious buyers. They're going to call their realtor and not wait around for the open house that week. And they're going to say, I want to go and see the house today yeah. before the weekend hits, before everyone goes and sees it. Yeah. Serious people are going to want to do that. A hundred percent. And I think that I think that if the 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 beautiful thing about the open houses is that people that don't have the agents that come and walk into the properties, that's a great opportunity for an agent. Yeah, that's a great way to meet new people. Yeah, so I like that's why I truly love open houses. Like I absolutely love it because if I do an open house and I get one new client over the weekend, like I had a great worth weekend. it. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Yeah, if I spend, you know, I I typically I'll do my open houses from eleven to four. Okay. So they're like, that's a long long amount of time because usually people do one to four. I feel like that's pretty standard. Yeah. And so I, I typically, and I tell my agents like 11 to four is a good time. If it's during the week, we'll do like two to six or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's after the work. And then, um, always, always we put 20 signs or more out. Yeah. Um, which is, do you hire a service to do that? Um, okay. Or do uh, you go do it? I remember one time I like hurt my ankle and I had a boot. And so I had to like load up my car with all of these open house signs. And I like had to drag my husband <laughs> to go put the, op- the sides out. And he's like, you need to pay someone to do this. I don't want to do this for yeah. you. It's my least favorite part about being a realtor is, is putting out signs. Putting out signs and picking them up. Yeah. It's yeah. a headache. Well, okay. So, so here's kind of my schedule. I'll tell you, I, I like, if I have an open house that's starting at 11 and it ends at four, I like, will go at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I will get the signs set up by 10.30, mm-hmm. right? Have everything ready by 10.30, go into the house, make sure all the lights are on, make sure the surfaces are clean, so on and so yeah. forth, because it's first impression, right? And then and then get it ready by 11, right? Then open house, meet all kinds of people, have a good time. And then four o'clock comes, go pick up the signs, drive home from four to five. Mm-hmm. And then five to six, I'm in my CRM. So inputting I'm putting everyone that came through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm inputting everybody that came into my CRM and then follow up texts. And then the next day I call them. Yeah. So like, that's a very typical open house day for me. What do you think is your like response rate from the text the night of versus the calls the day after? Um, okay. Text, text night of, I, I, typically get a response like hey mm-hmm. it was great meeting you as well or yeah so i feel so like forth. people are more inclined to respond to text messages. exactly well it's it's so so how it works is like what i what i actually say is like hey it was really great meeting you at the open house at one two three main street so on and so forth um i look forward to working with you and helping you find a home i'll, I'll be giving you a call this week just to touch base mm-hmm. right so I'm so glad that you said that because if there's one thing that I have learned in the last couple years of my business is that when you set the precedent that you're going to be calling someone, it completely takes out all of the awkwardness of, of 
because you don't feel like you're cold calling them anymore. They're expecting you to call. They're expecting you to reach out. And that is something that is been has been monumental for me because I don't ever want to bother anyone. I'm like very like, you know, everyone's going to be happy all the time. And I don't want to bother you in the middle of something. But when you say, hey, I'm going to be calling you and they say, okay, cool. It's not whether or not they answer. It doesn't really matter. It's it's setting you up for success because you're going to actually pick up the phone and make it happen. Exactly. And on top of it, like I'm, I'm a big believer in like, you have to set the next appointment every single time, mm-hmm. no matter what. Right. So like if that appointment is a phone call appointment, set it, like just call them and or, or text them and tell them, Hey, I'm going to be calling you. Yeah. And then when you call them, if they don't answer, say, I'll reach out to you again in a week. Right. Or whatever the timeline is for your follow-up game. But like that, you know, I, I had, um, I had an agent on my team and, and very, solid, solid agent, solid guy. And I told him he, he, he wasn't the best with open houses. Mm -hmm. The reason was he was very, very good at getting the client's information and, and connecting with them. Yeah. But the follow up was not there. Yeah. And if you're not going to follow up, there's no point in doing it. How many times do you need to follow up with someone to make it work? Uh, well I, I say in the first seven days, Uh you got to follow up with them 14 times. But, but that doesn't, those are touches, right? Those Mm -hmm. are like, those are like text, email, call, right? So like, that's a lot of follow-up, right? Um, But if you do it the right way, it doesn't seem overbearing. Because it's coming from a bunch of different mediums. So it feels a little less. Exactly. And who else in the industry is going to be doing that kind of follow-up? I think that shows why you are so successful at open houses. Um, Do you follow Grant Cardone on Instagram? Okay. So he's just like this crazy, amazing entrepreneur and his whole entire premise of, what he teaches is that you need to be doing 10 times more than what anybody else is doing in order to like really gain momentum and notoriety and do all the things that you want to do. So the fact that you're going 14 times in the first, he was like, I don't want to be the guy who like sends an email once a week. He's like, I'm going to hit people with emails multiple times a day, which for his like coaching business and everything like that, like, is that something that I wanted? That's my style as a realtor? No, but I totally get why you need to follow up with someone 14 times within the first week from different mediums because you're coming at them from every direction and no other realtors are going to be doing that. Exactly. But also like it's, it's, it's a huge thing to know their love language, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like to know what, why, like how they will react. Right. So if you talk to them and they text you and they're like, Hey, actually text would be great. I'm not going to call them for sure because that's just going to be, you know, even if that's in my game plan, I'm not going to do that because they don't want that. Right. Um, if they say emails, the best way I respond quickly to email, then I will email them Mm -hmm. and I'll follow up with them on email. You know? Um, so I think it's very important to actively listen as well on your follow up. Of course. Um, but you know, as far as the open house, like I'm going to make sure that I stay on top of them because the reality is they came in looking for something, right? And if it wasn't that specific house that they're, that they liked, they're going to like something something. else. And the whole point is that, yeah, they need someone to help guide them through it. And that first impression that you're going to make is going, I mean, they're going in there looking at a house, but I mean, when people are into open houses, they're talking to like, you know, potentially five, six, seven, eight realtors in one day. What are you going to do in order to stand out? And if you're actually sitting there listening to them rather than just pitching this house that they might not even be interested in anyways, you're really doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. The biggest thing, the biggest thing about uh, you like hit it on a nail, like the biggest thing about the open house exactly (laughs) (laughs) is, is that they are coming in and they're looking for a property. Mm -hmm. It may not be that one. So listen to them, mm-hmm. right? I, how many times you go into open house and they're like, look at how great this is and this and that. And it's like, well, okay, that's a nice bathroom and everything, but this isn't for me. And then the client stays there, 
looking because they don't want to be rude and just walk out. Yeah. And then they walk out, you know, and you never even got to know why the client's even buying. For sure. Right. So, and I think also to have a successful open house, you have to have good preparation. I was going to ask, so I know like your follow-up, what do you, when you do, you know, what do you do after open houses? But like, how do you like prep? Do you like, you know, door knock the neighborhood? I know a lot of people do that. Like, what do you typically do? So, uh, let's say Monday, I find out which one I'm going to do as far as the weekend, right? It's Mm -hmm. very important. So I'll know by Monday, I'll have it on the MLS by Wednesday, the latest, right? Um, that's, for the, so it shows up on sure. Zillow, mm-hmm. Redfin, so yeah. on and so forth. Um, Thursday, I'm going to get the hundred doors around the property and okay. I'm going to knock on those doors, but with invites. So it's not like a, like a, Hey, flyer yeah, or it's anything not a flyer. Like that. It's just yeah. like, it's like, Hey, I'm inviting you to the open house. I know that you're interested, you know, I know that you may not be interested, but come by, check out what your neighbor did. They did X, Y, Z. That's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. Right. That's or a good idea. Yada, yada, yada. Do you have like paper invites that you do? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you, like, yeah. Make little like cords. actual invites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like they look like in like an, invite an invitation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And if they don't answer, I'll leave it on their door or whatnot. And, but it's the easiest way. If you don't like door knocking, it is the easiest way to door knock because it's like, Look, I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm just here to tell you if you want to come by and enjoy it, sure. a good time. We're going to have cookies or yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Right? And and the amount of listings that I've gotten from doing open houses is amazing because of that. Because of the door knocking around the neighborhood. And then they're like, wow. Look. This guy's actually trying to sell this property. Look what he's doing. Yep. Every other every other agent in the in the area doesn't do this. Like I never, they had an open house down the street and they didn't have, they didn't come knock on my door. Right? Yeah. And so when they want to sell, who are they going to call, right? For and sure. if I connect with those people, so let's say I door knock those people, uh, again, it's follow-up, right? They answer, they answer, I make sure I know their name, I get their name, and then I send them a thank you card. Yeah. Right? Like that day I go home, I send my thank you cards, and I say, hey, thanks for Great chatting me. with you, yada, yada. Exactly. And, and the, the, whole, the whole thing is, is you know, you can, you can do... I'm a huge believer in like this business is all relationships, right? But you have to continually find new relationships. And in order to find those, like, I, I mean, I, I prospect very heavily, right? Like, so I'll do the door knocking. And then the day before the open house, I'll make sure I have all of my stuff set up. Um, so like, if I'm going to have, if I'm going to have waters, if I'm going to have little. Yeah, that way you're you not know, scrambling I, the morning of. That's the exactly. last thing that you want to do. <laughs> yeah, because most of the time what ends up happening when I wake up in the morning a thousand different fires that I have to put out before. (laughs) (laughs) You mean you're in real estate? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so, so I make sure that everything is set up the day before so that on Saturday morning or whatever, when I'm ready to go do my open house, I can leave at nine 30, be on time by 10 and have everything ready. Right. Yeah. And if I can get, you know, everything set up by 10 45, I have 15 minutes to chill out for a second. Then that's I had a perfect morning, you know? Yeah. Uh, so are you more, cause I know that there's a lot of different ways that you can get people to like sign into open houses. Like, are you more of like an electronic guy? What is, I forget the app. It's like open home pro. Or are you more like, Hey, give me your name and number. I'm going to write it down in my notebook. Yeah. So I don't, um, which, which is interesting right now with the, with the peed forms we have to get, there's a new open house one. Have you seen Yeah. It? Like an entry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the entry one. Um, but Typically, typically I will actually not have a sign in sheet whatsoever. Sure. And I, I don't really like them either. I feel like it's just asking people, okay. there's like zero relationship involved whatsoever. I like really wait until like when we were doing open houses all the time, like when I connected with someone and had conversations and I got their permission to get their information, yeah. that worked a lot better for me because I'm not just like, I'm not a cold caller. I'm, 
I, it makes me uncomfortable. And I felt like I was just cold calling people if they just put their phone number down on this sheet. It wasn't something that I liked. Also, I'm like the king of doing this at every single time I can do it at any event or anything. I always put fake phone numbers in emails. So like if I'm going to do it, yeah, then like I expect other people to do that. Yeah, right? for sure. Like, mm -hmm. But if somebody asks me and I'm like, oh, this person's really cool. Like, great. Like I'll give them my contact info easily. If you connect with them. If I connect with them. Right. So, so I, that's why a big reason I don't believe in like the sign in sheet is before you come in, sign in with your, on the app or whatever, mm -mm. just because for me, it doesn't work. Right. Like my personality, I would put fake information in mm -hmm. my own open house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've tried them both ways and I've seen that I've gotten more fake information from people, even with people that I connected with. Right. Because what ends up happening subconsciously for me is, oh, they already signed in. I don't need to ask for their info, even though I connected with them throughout the whole house. And then what ends that up That makes happening? sense. And like they probably, what if they, even if they would have given you, they're not going to come back and say, sorry, Cyrus, I actually gave you my wrong phone number. Can yeah. I give you the right one? They're going to, no, they're just going to go on to the next. Exactly. Yeah. And then I never talked to them again. And so I did that before and that wasn't very successful. Right. But I did that because that's what I was taught. Like I was taught, you have to have a sign in sheet. You have to do this. And then I was like, okay, this doesn't work for I me. I remember it was the days of the sellers requested that everyone comes through, please oh gosh, sign the yes. sign in sheet. And I just felt so inauthentic to like who I was and myself. Yeah. So waiting, it's like, did I get the, like, especially it. Okay. So then answer this for me. What do you do when you have an open house? Granted right now, this isn't going to be a problem because we're only allowed to have one party through at a time. Yeah. What did you do before when you had an open house that was swarming with people? You could like, you were going in every single direction. What did you do? So how did you pick people to connect with? Because you, at that point you got to pick. Yeah. So I do this really cool, like super fun role play with my team and stuff okay. where I like literally will have like four of my agents like go outside mm -hmm. and then like they all have to come in at certain times and be different personalities, like different agents and okay. stuff. And, um, and it's for, or different, uh, personalities for clients or whatever. And so what I always look at is like, I'm like, if someone's going to come into that open house, I'm going to, I'm going to connect with them. But if someone else comes in, I will always say, Hey, excuse me, let me just introduce myself really quickly. And if this person is a looky loo, right? Like I know there are someone from down the street. Mm -hmm. I say, Hey, why don't you go check out the bathroom? It's my favorite part about this house. Right. And then I'll go step over to the next. Yeah. To mm -hmm. Joe Schmo so you hang out near the front, you hang out near the front door. Yeah, exactly. Uh, th that, that's a huge thing, right? Uh, going back to the sleeping, the sleeping agent in the oh backyard, like be in, be what if your client's house is getting ripped off. You would have like, <laughs> who would be in trouble there? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's like, insane. What? So yeah, we walked in and like, he, I was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyways. So like, when you're when you're at an open house, set up where you're gonna be sitting before people come in or whatnot, where you can see them before they get to the door. You don't want to be when they're coming in. Don't be sitting down. No. Right. St you know, it's okay to sit down while you're while you're hanging out or whatever. But as they're coming in, see them walking up, stand up, and introduce yourself. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's not that hard. That, that is honestly a really big pet peeve of mine. Even when I would accompany clients to open houses before and the agent just kept sitting, I'm like, you don't need to like sit here and like walk me through the property, but it for sure shows professionalism and that you actually care about being here. Like either way, like, like, yes, your job is to prospect while you're there. You're there to get leads, but at the same time, you need to be a good representation of the people who are selling this property. Imagine like, even if like you're an agent who's holding something open and it's not your listing, but like the listing agent's neighbor or best friend or brother comes into the property and you're sitting on your butt yeah. while 
yeah. it, it would go. But it goes no back way to, no. Exactly. It goes back to this to which said professionalism, right? Like you, you, this is a career, right? You are. We're talking about you're you're a career. You're a professional. Treat it that way, right? Like sure. don't treat it as a hobby. Which a lot of a lot of people will treat it as a hobby. They'll treat it as, oh well, I got to go do an open house because I have to, right? Yeah. They go sit in it and then they're like, well, my business isn't working for me, you know, blah blah blah. But it's because you're not actively doing what you should be doing, right? Yeah. Like, if you do these little things, they make a huge difference for presentation, for your sellers, for your the new buyers that are coming in, so on and so forth. Yeah, I think about too about because you know I'll still say open houses aren't my favorite, but I am excited to kind of reintroduce them into my business and go about them the right way, especially now that I know how to approach that conversation with my sellers from the get go. Because what I will not do anymore is you know if a house. Granted, we're not in a market right now where it takes that much to put a house under contract. Selling it is one thing, but to go under contract is another. Like, people shouldn't feel like they have to every single weekend, like, spend three, six, 12 hours of their time doing open houses for properties that aren't selling because then you're just viewing it as like, oh, I got to go take care of this. But like, when you go through the whole entire process and actually go there to prospect, it changes the way that you view it entirely. Well- and also, like, with my door knocking, just as an example, so I, I'll do the 100 doors around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, I've gotten people to buy the open house. Not the people that were there, but there. Um, I had a lady that it was one of her best friends. Friends, brothers, whatever. Yeah, yeah, one of her best friends that wanted to move into the area. She was an older, older lady, so she didn't use the computer a lot, right? Yeah. So they relied on open houses. So I, when I met with her or when I met her, she was like, yeah, you know, my friend has been thinking about, and I said, well, why don't you bring her by? Yeah. Like, how, Come why don't on you call over. Her? Yeah. 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 So she came on Saturday. I remembered her. I talked to her, you know, and then her friend ended up buying the place. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So like it works. Totally right? worth it. You know, it's worth doing the extra mile to like get. I a hundred percent agree yeah. because I also will go back and like, I look at my numbers and I say, okay, what, like percentage of transactions have I done that I've closed because of referral or because of people that I've met at open houses or people that were from an open house originally. And now they've sent me multiple referrals like because that happens as well. And when I look at those numbers, it's like, Danielle, do them. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? Like there's no way that you can afford not to because they obviously pay off, you know, just do it. Yeah. But and do it the right you, way. If you do it the right way, exactly. If you're just, like like we talked about, if you're not following up with the people, if you're not setting it up for success in the beginning, like, you won't be successful. I mean, Yeah, it's you just can't like view anything. it as three hours or three and a half with signs of work, and then you go on with your day. Like, it is, it's a process, yeah, and so, you need to stick with it. Exactly. And I just remembered, I forgot a very important thing about the, um, about my preparation period is during that week, what I also do is I make sure that, like, um, let's say I set it on Monday. On Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm looking at all of the other actives in the area and the pendings. That's huge, yes, because you need to have knowledge of other houses in the neighborhood because, yeah. you know, there's nothing worse than someone coming into your open house and they're like, well, what about that house, like, right around the road? And you're like, uh, 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 like, I don't know. I've totally made that mistake yeah. earlier on in my career. And so I totally agree with you. It's super important to be really knowledgeable about everything going on around you so that when someone comes in, you don't have to kind of BS it and come up with like, Oh, like, let me me pull it up on my phone really quick. (laughs) You know, like I've done, I've been there. Yeah. I mean, we all have, 
We all have. That's yeah. why like this preparation. That's why I do what I do because it's like, it's like I've been in the situation. I don't want to be in there again. So let's prepare to not be there. Right. So For like, sure. yeah, so I'll do that. And then if there's some like, um, like one that's very similar, I'll even like call the agent and say, Hey, I'm doing an open house at XYZ property. Can I preview the property this week or whatever? Yeah, I do think that previewing is, um, previewing is important because, or even if other people know that there, are, you know, if you know that there's going to be open houses as well, that way you have the knowledge to be able to say like, yeah, well, you know, their house does have this, but ours has this. And then, you know, you can, I do think that people really appreciate when you say, yeah, they have like a really great kitchen Yeah. in comparison rather than just try, trying to sell the property that you are in because that's yeah. not really the point of it. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's a very powerful thing to come off as an expert when you say, oh yeah, actually I've been in that property. This is the difference. This is what I think. But why don't we set up a time to go see it if you'd like to, right? Like that's a very powerful I'm statement. done at four. Let's go at 4.15. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's a Starbucks gift card. Take yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like it works every single time. And if you, if you prepare the right way, you'll be very successful with it. If you don't, then you'll just sit for three hours and twiddle your thumbs. I'm ready to, I'm ready to reframe my mindset and, and go about it the right way because yeah, I run a great business, but I, I, Oh no, you always need, want more. You always want to grow and be successful and do all of these wonderful, amazing things. Like, and it's not just about selling houses. It's like, why are you doing all of the things that you're doing? And we all have really big, important whys. And if there's ever times that you're like, you know, what could I be doing today? Like I sure as hell know a lot of things that you could be doing in order to prep for an open house. That's going to grow your business. So if you're ever like, what should I be doing right now? Like that's a very easy way to productively fill your time. Yeah. I, 100% 100% agree. And I think that if you do them the right way, you'll kill it. And I I really like the statement that you just said of reframe your, reframe your mindset. Mm-hmm. I like that. I've been trying to be better like, about that. I feel like I'm a very like optimistic person, yeah. but then sometimes you just, you know, like kind of get in a, in a rut over certain things, not just in general, but yeah. I'm like, okay, hey, how can I reframe this to think about like the positives behind it? and how it's going to benefit me as opposed to ugh, like what else could I be doing on a Saturday? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's really good. I really like that. I like that statement and I'm going to keep using that because it's, it's so true. Like, like sometimes Five bucks we, every time. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> <laughs> You're too honest too. You'll actually give I'll me the like, money. <laughs> <laughs> Just like get random Venmos from you. So, but you know, it's like, it's, it's very true. Like you can look at it two ways. You could say, Oh, uh, I have to do open houses because of X, Y, Z or Hey, open houses are going to benefit me because of X, Y, Z, right? Like that's a powerful thing. So I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Thank All right. you for another wonderful, wonderful podcast with Thank me. Thank you. You're amazing. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Cyrus Andre. At Danny Femmel and at PacWest Realtors. Keep hustling. And stay motivated. We want to remind everyone that these opinions are our own and may not reflect those of the association.